This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Hey guys, it's the whole two crew here, the band of boobs and your direct messenger. What up, what up? That's right, all five of us. Pendergast is here. Oh, six. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> guys, we have a couple of awesome announcements. We have five, count them, five live shows coming up on the East <sighs> Coast this yes. September. A big old tour, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is going to be the Nannerfly Effect Tour. Um, every uh, live show is going to be um, sort of a what if, a what could have happened uh, for certain integral moments in the podcast. Perhaps we'll see what would have happened if Hard One had rolled a nat 20 uh, to save Gemma. Don't uh, tease me. What if uh, Old Cobb had rolled a one on his death save? Uh, I'm teased yet again. Only those <laughs> who go to our show will find out. Guys, um, you can get tickets at nadpod.com slash live. Uh, we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia at Variety Playhouse on September 10th. Uh, we're going to be in Philadelphia on September 11th at Punchline Comedy Club. We're going to be in New York at Town Hall Theater on September 12th. On September 13th, we're going to be in Boston at the Wilbur Theater. And finally, on September 14th, Drum roll, guys. we are going to be at the Rex Theater in Pittsburgh, a.k.a. Critzburg. Yeah. Um, guys, again, you can get the those tickets at nadpod.com slash live. A lot of the tickets um, uh, have a pre-sale code. Uh, our pre-sale code is pawpaw. So go to these sites, type pawpaw, and you'll be able to buy tickets. That's buy... P-A-W-P-A-W. We don't want people doing P-A-P-A. That's yep, right. right. Mm-hmm. It's pawpaw, do it. not your pawpaw. It's pawpaw. Okay. Pawpaw. Guys, get your tickets before they sell out. All of our shows have sold out so far. So if you want to see us, Make sure you get them fast. Uh, guys, we also have an announcement about our Patreon. Ooh, so we are oh, announcements. Wow. so many announcements, baby. We are doing the gritty reboot of our tiers and have a <laughs> lot of exciting stuff coming up. That's um, right. We're emo now. Oh, yeah. That's right. I mean, it's, it's basically the same, but it looks different. And we have some new uh, exciting shows. It's like when your favorite restaurant starts serving some new dishes. Exactly. It's still got the old hits, 
But uh-huh. now they do milkshakes too. Yeah, and Ooh. we have some fun new art on the page. Uh, please go yeah. check it out if you haven't already. And if this is uh, if you've never uh, joined the Patreon before, now is a very good time to start. Yes, because if you tag in even to the five dollar tier to listen to the short rest episodes, you've got like fifty that you get to start listening to. Yep. right now you can also That's get a backlog ad free <laughs> episodes. Our mixed bags, uh, which uh, oftentimes are pretty similar to our old show, Eight uh, Bit Book Club. Mm-hmm. Um, we watch nerdy movies together um or you're really uh, s- you're you're sucking me into the void on the nerd <laughs> <show>. <laughs> we made jake watch final fantasy advent children uh for ten dollars you can listen to that and us talking about the world of warcraft movie Ooh. it's it's a juicy proposition uh so guys head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod um but also go to nadpod.com slash live and see us in person and just a reminder guys last week's live show was not canon so we are picking up where we left off with episode 65. So without further ado, on with the show. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bohemia. Bohemia! Wow. I like the delay. Yeah. Like a little Sega intro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, sure foot. Again. (laughs) Welcome back. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin. Nastier than a grim hawk granny. Ooh. And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold V. Missing my friend. At the Red Fin. Aww. Guys, the, the Red Fin is bad. <laughs> yeah, you mean the DMV. Oh, my, my bad, yes. <laughs> Missing JV at the DMV. Even oh, better. Great. No. We should call it the JV Municipal Building. <laughs> <laughs> He'd love that. The, J, the JV Center for Cars. <laughs> for carts, center yeah. of the carts. For he, horses and such. He loved paperwork. <laughs> uh, guys, Remember let's, do, me. <laughs> let's do a little recap. So last week, you guys finished off Ambrose Montgomery in his coffin, then laid waste to the other tombs in the Crimson Hills. The vampiric mist surrounding the town started to dissipate, inspiring the townsfolk to rise up up against the Skeeters. A riot began, during which newly freed vampire Hardwon Shorefoot proved himself to be on the side of the living, besting the vampire Langston in a duel in front of a bunch of peasants. The rest of you rushed back into town and entered a battle at the Red Fen where vampires were making their last stand. Uh, During the fight, JV was turned to ash, uh, but his cohorts, Schmorg and Ginny, showed up to help you finish off the vamps. You all met back up with Hardwon, then headed back to the church to a sure that JV came back all right. Uh, we cut over to JV in the Dusk Mother's Demiplane, where he ran into Rosa, one of the little halfling revenants whose urn was lost in the fire. She was stuck in the Demiplane and couldn't find a way out. JV selflessly offered over his lantern, allowing her to be resurrected, but dooming himself. JV's kindness was rewarded in the end when he was offered a place in Moradin's Forge by the god himself. And that's where we are now. It's too much loss in this world. <sighs> okay, so you guys are in the burned down church. Uh, the statue of the Dusk Mother still stands. Uh, all of the revenants are um, still alive, except for uh, JV has been lost and uh, Bortram has been lost. Um, but Hard One is back. <laughs> Look at these creepy twins, right? <laughs> hey, just. Oh, all right, for, for now. Didn't realize it was a sensitive thing. It was only... It's been a 
It's been a wild couple days. Yeah, I was in a wine cellar. I apologize. <laughs> I know. I know. Dead I died. Dead I died too. By oh. the way. Yeah, it was. He was actually a really good guy. Really? Yeah. He was my brother. Did you know that? Uh, no. As far as I knew, he was just sort of a piece of shit who got me killed um, by lying to... You know what? We all need a drink. Did you try some of the wine while you were down there? Your breath kind of... It's a little bit on there. Well, I don't really have a taste for it anymore. Uh, the rats are kind of my thing now. Oh, wait. I got an idea. Um, I get moonshine to summon another rat, uh, and I yeah, dunk it yeah, into yeah. the... Uh, eternal beer mug. Uh-huh. Oh God, a beer-soaked rat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try that. That'll do the trick. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm sorry for your loss. I didn't I didn't know you lost your brother. I know you I know you have a lot of siblings, but it's not easy. I know, but you know, it was such a nice connection, and now JV's gone too. It's just too many people gone for one day i feel like the universe should limit it to just one hard loss per day yeah yeah Let's... but it just doesn't seem to have respect for the sensitivities of the small let's work on that let's make that our rule who cares mm. about the universe yeah. you know I, I i've been thinking about what dead eye said a little bit and like sure the gods are there and we have to use their power because we've got things we need to do but we shouldn't be afraid to act on our own to, to use our own power you know mm, listen to young bev uh, he's sipping that sacrilege sauce huh <laughs> no 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 i prostrate myself <laughs> the dusk mother helps those who help themselves <laughs> see that sort of stuff no i agree i agree i do agree with that yeah i think there's some some jargon you can jive on yeah yeah and well no more no more loved one deaths that sounds good to me it's a good rule yeah let's try to no, let's try to make sure that doesn't happen anymore you know, I guess hard one when it comes down to it. Uh, above all else, I'm just really glad you're back. Yeah. It's it's real good to be here with the family I chose. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a nice way to look at it. Can we bring it in? Yeah, let's bring it in. Balnor, get over here. All right, guys. <laughs> Hey, you, too, you know what? The gang keeps changing, but it keeps staying the same. Am I right? <laughs> hey, That's you got a new sword for core four. He switched to a wood sword. <laughs> oh, hey, okay. The old Can't one believe was. You had a wood sword. No, that was a different I wasn't going to say anything. I had a practice sword <laughs> that I had out at this one moment. They've been razzing me. Who told them? <laughs> <'em>? <laughs> you know, why? actually, I do have something that. You know, we're talking about the core four. We're talking about staying, you know, gang changes, but it stays the same. And there's one little change I'd like to make in my life. So, you know, maybe since we're all here, I'm yeah. not do it. Um, you know, after seeing what these uh, skeeters, as that I would have called them. <laughs> sorry. Actually, that's kind of about you. I'm sorry. No, uh, no it's fine. No, it's you, funny. I like it. <laughs> After seeing what they do, what with, you know, creating Spawn and, and uh, you know, m- making little slaves for themselves. I, you ever heard the expression that you hate in others what you hate the most about yourself? Yeah, it's, uh, it's very early on in the Green Teen Handbook, strangely. Okay, wow. They get <laughs> Page into one. it. <laughs> Much respect to your folk. Yeah, they keep it real, strangely well, enough. I started noodling and I started thinking that I I sort of was doing the same thing, what with making zombies 
and I decided that I do not want to make slaves anymore, but instead a soldier. So I would like to no longer make any zombies because I don't think that's the right way to treat a dead body. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel good for me. Tell you that. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't like controlling you gay ass or anything like that. So instead I would like to channel all of my fungal energy instead into this little warrior. And I take out Papa and I want to take all of my uh, fungal energy and just channel it into him. So Papa has just had his first uh, combat, his first uh, real battle that he was in there. Um, and he's um, very proud and honored by your offer. Uh, you see he scrambles out of your bib and he lowers his head and you begin to reach your hands towards him. Um, and you see your hands take on the sort of deathly fungal form that they usually take when you use your spores to bring back a zombie or do damage or something like that. Um, but as they get closer to Papa, uh, your hands change from these like gray, black mushrooms to being like green and healthy and life energy. Um, and you touch Papa on the shoulder as if to knight him. Uh, and you each see shoulder, some... one's not each shoulder. Rear, rear. <laughs> uh, and you see some green spores fall off your hand um, and land in his fur. And Papa's eyes roll back and he goes, and you see he begins to expand into bear cub sized <gasps> pawpaw. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's right, my little soldier. That's right. You ready to go to battle, my little soldier? You ready to go in there? I wrestle him. Uh, he go, you know, he he starts wrestling yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. Trip him, trip him, pop off, trip him. He tries to uh, trip you. Uh, he he bashes heads with everybody. Oh hell yeah! Uh, You've trained him well. Uh, and then uh, after a little bit, Pawpaw reverts back to just being um, little regular Pawpaw. And the way this is going to work mechanically, kind of um, much like Bev traded some abilities to do um, Oath of Vengeance and Oath of Ancients, we have homebrewed something for Moonshine so that rather than creating uh, zombies, she's got a buff for Pawpaw. So when Moonshine turns into fungal form, Pawpaw goes into his fungal form. And he, Dope, dude. he becomes a little monster papa. This Sir game, Scramble. This game fucking rips. This game is so good. Fuck chess. <laughs> so basically, I mean, I got a lot of money now. Oh, hard one, you weren't there, but we're goddamn oh, filthy yeah. rich now. Oh, fuck yeah. Maybe we can buy a cure for vampirism. Um, I mean, I'd like to, like I said, uh, channel it into public works and whatnot, but I am going to spend a pretty penny getting some... Uh, Getting some armor for my son. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so what can he do in his new form? Uh, he goes into battle with us. Um, I don't know if this would be totally appropriate, but I reach into the bag and I pull out the um, the dagger, the murder weapon. <laughs> oh, that's so kind, Bev, but uh, Papa's kind of a more of a beast oh, so I, see. I don't think he's gonna be fighting with weapons and standing <laughs> on right. yeah why don't you get that thing away from my fucking face <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I thought new purposes, new purposes, new know. purposes indeed. Like, but why don't we I just like put that in the fucking bag? Down. All right. Actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe Papa, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I tackle Papa. Papa. <laughs> the, the little girls look at it. Wow, cool dagger. Can I have it? We love daggers. I don't know. Hard one. Is that cool with you? I would have put you in the bag, though. <laughs> I just thought it'd be cool if a possum held a knife. <laughs> Forgive me. Any other knife would have been awesome. <laughs> I didn't have another knife. Uh, You're right. So, I'm sorry. So you guys are all pretty beat up. Would you like to take a rest? Yeah. What would you guys like to do? Yeah. Do we? I think I want to. I think I want to rest at the at the foot of wherever JV's urn was. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, like right. a dog it's... who's like <laughs> oh, like oh, that's fucking the horrible. casket of its owner. Yeah. Oh, like Hachiko? Yeah. Like Hachiko at Shibuya Crossing? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think can we all just like curl up around the urn? Yeah. I oh. take out a weighted blanket and I put it on all of us. <laughs> I want to get for learn next to this urn. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Hard one. In order for you to, um, so we have homebrewed sort of a half vampire thing for a uh, hard one to do so he can use some of his abilities. Uh, he's got some downsides to being a vampire, uh, but he's also got some upsides. One of them being that now you do like a four hour trance like moonshine, right. but you need a casket. You need um, to do like a ritual to have a resting place. Right. So that might be something you would like to take care of. Now. Before you guys take your break. Oh. I mean, otherwise he can't rest. I mean, I could probably, you know, I could probably stay up for a ritual if everyone's going to ritual. Yeah. <laughs> you going to build a house? I'm pretty beat, but I do need some help uh, making making myself a really dope casket. Yeah. It's not an ending, it's a beginning, really, this yeah. journey. Yeah. Um, as long as everybody's up, can we yeah. do like uh, one big coffin? <laughs> yeah. Are we allowed to come into your coffin? Sure. I don't yeah. see why not. Uh, Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're gonna need to make a big coffin. All right, all oh, right, yeah. all sweet. Right. Papa, I'll, Papa, I'll get the blueprints. Uh, Papa uh, starts helping you guys uh, put together a coffin. Um, you guys can probably find some um, some reclaimed wood from this uh, destroyed mm. church. Oh damn! Some of Jevlin's, some the pews from Jevlin's yeah. church. Uh, so guys, go ahead and give me. Um, let me know how you guys want to help with the ritual of creating Hard One's coffin, and I will mm. tell you what skill to use. Like mm. Moonshine, you could use nature or something if you want to use the wood in some magical I, way or something yeah like i want to like commune with the wood and warp it to my will Ooh. okay go ahead and make a nature check so 15 15 so um moonshine you probably what kind of, what kind of wood is this are we talking like you or oak or pine birch pine birch mm-hmm. yeah. um this is some weird otherworldly shadow fell dead tree situation so, so like an ash birch yeah right. mm-hmm. so moonshine for your purposes um this all being like very natural and everything mm-hmm. and you using the survival skill and using your magical druidic powers i'll say you probably walk out of town and um chop oh, down a little yeah. part of an actual i go tree. put my hands on some trees Ooh. and i try and feel which one has the strongest spirit uh moonshine yeah you find this small tree and um uh, you're able to, you put your hands on it uh, and commune with it. And instead of having to chop it down or something, you see that the tree uproots itself. And uh, 
uh, falls over, and you guys are able to carry it back to the church together. Come with me. I'm going to turn you into a death canoe. <laughs> <laughs> what is a coffin but a canoe with a lid? <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah, you see Schmorg, the big fucking ogre guy, just throws the whole tree over his shoulder uh, and starts carrying it back. All right. All right. Sweet. Um, I pull out from my pack some sandpaper. Mm. And I would like to just uh, assist in the smoothing uh, and kind of refining of the shape. So I'll say, um, Bev, with the sandpaper, you basically give an assist uh, to Hard One. Yeah. Um, so Hard One, I'll say make a nature or survival check as you work on this coffin. Can I do one more thing to help him? Uh-huh. I would like to cast Infestation of Termites, <gasps> specifically like... Uh, in the center of it. Very cool. Uh, go <laughs> ahead and make another nature or like an arcana check or survival. So you roll with advantage, hard one, because you have an assist from Beth. This is the weirdest version of building an Ikea bed with your friends. <laughs> 14. I got 14. Shout out to the two crew, but I will use the roll that gave me a 26. Wow. Uh, so you guys got to go with the grain very quickly through magical means, um, moonshine, being able to, you know, essentially speak to the wood uh, and help it form. Um, hard one gets down to work. He grew up with dwarves, dwarven craftsmen. Uh, he's able to do an excellent job. Beverly's a fucking green teen. Uh, he's built for this stuff. Uh, Schmorg's <laughs> able to just help and do, um, you know, the grunt work and uh, the little girls, Rosa and Ginny. Uh, are able to like uh, they carve a nice little message into the side Aww. for you. What about the termites? Uh, and the termites, uh, a nice little bed. <laughs> the termites also do an excellent job. All right, now banish them. <laughs> no, they you give, summoned them. No, they give toe massages at night. Uh, and I'll say, blood? can I eat one? <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys work for uh, several hours, um, but hard one. Uh, you now have this coffin. Cool. Uh, with my, since I only need four hours to trance, I'm going to spend some time just carving a nice little family portrait on the lid of my oh. coffin. Oh. Oh. oh, I throw my body in a hug at hard one. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, it's just, it's so nice to trance. You get so much <laughs> done in the evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually planning on writing a book about really? it, the four hour. Uh, Work night. <laughs> Beverly and Balnor have been asleep for three hours. <laughs> yeah, Bal Beverly and Balnor are just asleep in a coffin. <laughs> uh, so um, Beverly and Balnor go to sleep. Um, <laughs> Moonshine and hard one after a little bit. You gotta uh, sleep. You guys stay up uh, talking for a little bit. Uh, you guys are carving this little family portrait into the front of the coffin. Make my tits um, bigger. <laughs> I wasn't done. <laughs> As I'm drifting <laughs> off to sleep, I say, <laughs> "Nice wide circle." <laughs> Thank you for making my butt big. <laughs> I wake it up. Hard one in moonshine. You guys crawl into the coffin, uh, and you guys enter your trance. Uh, hard one, you pull the top of the coffin over you, so you can be in total darkness. <laughs> Did the termites drill holes? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna tuck in with a little bit of Ulfgar ghost punch. Is my book light gonna keep you up? <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, I might read over your shoulder. Okay, yeah, let's do it up. <laughs> is it a lightning bug? Yeah, is it an I love it. It's a lightning bug stuck to a twig. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love fucking establishing that you have a giant coffin that you all sleep in, you <laughs> maniacs. <laughs> So, oh. 
Um, Cadillac. <laughs> Moonshine stays up uh, reading. Hard one. Um, you go into your um, vampiric trance. Oh man, I do a full on vampire pose, huh? You do Hands full over on the chest. vampire pose. Uh, you close your so eyes. Anyway, I can get comfortable. Hard one. You close your eyes, and everything goes black. Oh. And then you hear a familiar voice. Oh, strike fucking true. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> Citizens of Shadowfell, it is I, your Lord Glad Roselle. Oh, I'm having a nightmare. Hard one. You have a vision of a black void. You are standing there uh, in an enormous crowd of undead. Big hulking beasts, little gremlins and such. The audience stretches out infinitely in all directions as if Glad is speaking to every monster in Shadowfell directly. And uh, above you, you see an image of Glad in the sky. Uh, his hair is now white, his skin pale, his eyes blue. Uh, and he speaks and he goes, Through one way or another, your souls have been lost to this place. You have been cursed but I can cure you. Journey all those who are willing and join me in Ember Heaven for a gathering. I'd like to make you all an offer. Fight for me and I will absolve you of your sins so that you may finally rest. Together, we will bring war to the material plane and claim it for the lights. Uh, you see the monsters, the ghosts, and the ghouls around you. Take this all in, and after a beat, you see a few of them begin walking towards Glad. Uh, quickly, others begin to join them until this entire world full of undead begins marching towards him. Well, fuck you me. <laughs> wake up. And oh, you're shit. in the coffin four hours later. That was your first trance. Mine was great. Mine was also uh, restorative in a, its own way. Um, <laughs> cool, cool. Let's get breakfast going. Can you find me a rat? We've got to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my hardest <sighs> to get him something better than a rat. Okay, go can ahead. I, and do can a I help check. with that? Yeah, go okay. ahead and do nature checks. I got two. Shout out to the two crew. Uh, Seventeen. 17. Uh, <laughs> I'm groggy. <laughs> I got a full eight. <laughs> you guys you guys find a couple of juicy rats. You find two rats. Two rats, you know? <laughs> One for each hand, right? It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Grab them. I do a tight spiral. <laughs> Bite them. I catch one in my mouth. <laughs> um, so I had a shitty vision last night. Yeah? Uh -huh. um, Glad's, Glad's in charge here, and it seems like... He's got every single monster and beast fighting for him now. Uh, where's he? Do you know where he's located? He named a place called Ember Heaven. Um, I mean, you guys know as well as I do where the fuck that is. Yeah. You but, know, once again, everything here sounds really cool, but sucks at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have much time because these guys are going to the material plane. 
to uh, fight for the light. Ah, this is so fucking nasally. Laura. Uh, all right, then I guess we gotta get to the Ember Heaven, wherever that is. Perhaps we can stop by. I don't know, the fucking map maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's the smartest person left in this town? Is there a goddamn cartographer here? Yeah, is there a fucking, like, a, a tourist kiosk that we could pick up some an maps? An information booth? <laughs> uh, you guys see... An information booth? Uh, you guys see an information booth. Uh, you guys see after a little bit, um, you've woken up. Uh, it is late morning here. Uh, the uh, blood star is up in the sky, this uh, dead star. All right, that's um, pretty cool, though. It is um, the rare time when it, when it is uh, daylight in uh, Grimhawk. Oh, am I going to die? Uh, no, because uh, in Shadowfell, uh, the clouds are so dense that you, you're never in direct sunlight. Wait a second. I have a little side goal I want to do. Okay. I want to so be find me looking a out. Well, no, <laughs> I, it's different than that. I want to find me a bunch of bats, cobble their wings together into a little parasol for uh, Hardwon. Mm. Okay. That's not going to do anything in direct sunlight, but. Still fun. Oh, not? It'll be good for rain. Okay, I no. guess okay. it's an aesthetic thing. Yeah. Well, rain's important. <laughs> rain, rain is bad. Rain is also bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm Let just saying. I yeah. fully support this plan. Okay, thanks, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over breakfast, can I test out my uh, my new vampiric vampiric abilities and turn into a bat? Yeah. You guys <gasps> see hard one. Um, actually, you know what, hard one. You are very new to this, uh, so I will say. Go ahead and make a wisdom check as you try to turn into a bat for the first time. Oh, um, <laughs> hey guys, uh, watch this. <laughs> 18. 18. Oh. Uh, hard one successfully turns into a bat. <gasps> Whoa! Oh shit, I wild shape into a bat and I'm like, bat bros! <laughs> we fly in circles around <laughs> each other. Two, two bats flying around. Uh, I minor illusion some hoops in the air. <laughs> oh, and a dive and dart through the hoops. <laughs> Uh, so you guys are putting on this little bat show, uh, and you guys uh, have been hanging out for a couple like hours. The Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, flew in my mouth. Oh, got her, got her. Uh, and after a little bit, uh, you hear a uh, familiar voice uh, at the door of the broken down church. Uh, she's sort of um, peeking in from behind some of the broken beams. Uh, hello. Is any of you fucking uh, churchies in here? Or... Salutations. Uh, Gra- Grandma Sandy, is that you? Uh, you see. I'm going to stay a bat for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you see. I'm going to give her like serious side eye <laughs> as a bat. Sandy's uh, grandmommy uh, walks into the uh, church uh, and she goes, I don't, my name is not fucking Sandy. That's my granddaughter's name. My name is Joe. Fucking Grandmommy Joe, all right? Grandmommy Joe, pleased to meet you properly. Yeah, yeah. well, it's nice to talk to you not in, uh, you know, middle of a fight. You guys got bat. Y'all got bats in here. <laughs> I turned back into hard one. <laughs> oh, my God. A, a, another fucking vampire? God damn it. She goes, no, 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 What? He's our friend. I'm one of the good ones never seen a fucking good vampire but i did hear about one vampire uh that kicked langston's ass was that you that was me langston's a fucking asshole he really is can i land can i land on her shoulder and turn back into moonshine but so slowly (laughs) (laughs) this is a heavy ass bet what the fuck are you doing she uh pushes you to the side (laughs) all right you're you're funny that's fucking funny real funny 
Classic bad um, prank. And uh, <laughs> you hear uh, from behind her, uh, Grandmommy, uh, are we, what are we doing in here? This isn't inside, this is outside. You see um, uh, Sandy, the shell, uh, is behind her. Uh, and Grandmommy Joe uh, looks up at you guys and she goes, I don't know if y'all can do anything. I mean, you 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 came in here and you 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 messed up the vampires. I thought maybe it might reverse what happened to my granddaughter here, but is there? I don't know. This is is there anything your little god here can do or something? Granny, send Sandy my way. Uh, you see, she smiles. You the one who just turned into a fucking bat? Yeah. What about that makes you not think I'm fucking awesome? <laughs> Can I you do- turn into a bat? I can't turn into a bat. I think it's fucking cool. I thought we had sort of like a fun rivalry. All right. Okay. <laughs> just say- just send your granddaughter my way. All right. God damn it. Fucking Sandy, get over here. Okay, grandmommy. Uh, you see uh, Sandy, the shell, eyes glazed, uh, walks over to you in moonshine. Sandy, I tried to talk you out of this, and I really, really hope that I can help you have better judgment in the future. And I put my hands on her shoulders and I cast Awaken. Oh, so normally uh, Awaken is this long process, because usually you're doing it to an animal or something, but um, in this case, uh, Sandy was an intelligent being who had, uh, you know, her her sort of mind power uh, diminished through necrotic means. So, Moonshine, you hold your hands up to her temple, um, and you go into a trance. Actually, you know what? I I would like to say how Awaken is done. Okay. I would like to say that I put my hands on her, and spores come out of my hands, and she becomes, like, completely covered in mushrooms, um, Mm. and then they slowly reveal her. And then you can see what happens there. Sweet. <laughs> I just want to make sure there's mushrooms in there. There are mushrooms. Like maybe in there. like moss and fungus like erupt all over her body, completely encapsulating her. Oh, you essentially make a fungal form for Sandy. You make like a shell. Shell um, for a shell. You make a shell for a shell. Eight. And um, <laughs> like a uh, butterfly emerging from a cocoon, uh, after a little bit. Uh, you hear from inside this mushroom shell. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck am I doing in here? Um, and uh, Sandy retreat, fungus, retreat. Uh, and yeah, you see, you see the fungus falls off of her. Uh, Sandy's eyes have gone from uh, you know super glazed uh, to being alert again, and she looks like herself. She looks like uh, the version that uh, you guys met that first night. Um, Fungus is a very intelligent organism, folks. And uh, she looks at you, Moonshine. She goes, "It's, it's you again. I don't, I don't, I don't remember everything, but I, I, I remember that you, you helped me. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Uh, no, and Sandy, you... Sandy hugs you. 
Oh, you don't have anything to apologize for? She fuck yeah, she does. She went out to the goddamn fucking vampire bar, got fucking mind sucked away. Okay, Granny, let's not blame a girl who's feeling vulnerable. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, how Sandy. many times you go over to the vampire bar to get your mind sucked away, Granny? <laughs> Approximately yeah, zero granny. times, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We were all young once. I went over to the vampire bar and got my mind sucked away. <laughs> yeah. I think you got more than your fucking mind sucked, man. Damn, she's she she's she angry. She's yeah. on the level. She's sharp. Harbon, why don't why don't you and I do some squats? <laughs> Whatever. Sandy, I just I want you to know, look, the vampires are gone now, and you can't even try to hang out with vampires if you want. But I want you to know I that there's that but there's gonna be other things like vampires that you're gonna wanna, you know, change yourself to be part of. And I just want you to know in the future, remember where it led you to sacrifice so much of yourself for what you thought was something better than what you already are. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check with advantage. 18! 18. 18. Uh, you see your words seem to really affect her. And she's a teenager, so you know she talks back to people. She doesn't like to take things seriously. Um, but she goes, you're right. If I had if I had just listened to y'all, you you wrote me that nice letter. You you put your neck out for me, and and then I went and I, I did what I did. I, I I won't do it anymore. I promise. Yeah, that's all good. Hey man, make that promise to yourself, not me. Uh, she she smiles and she nods. I um, extend my fangs real quick and I nudge Moonshine. I'm like, Yo, say the word and I'll scare her straight. <laughs> you want to do a scare straight thing? We're trying to. We're kind of trying to do sort of like a supportive thing, okay. like you know. Yeah, if it pushes, if at any point, hey, you just real, like, maybe yeah. maybe flash it yeah. real he's quick. Been, he's been eating rats. Uh, we need to get him like a deer. <laughs> I poke my head around Moonshine. And go, <laughs> yeah, are there bison here? Uh, yeah, see, let this be a cautionary tale. What you could become. <laughs> you see, uh, Grand Grandmommy Joe. Um, uh, pulls Sandy back uh, and she goes first I thought you were a bunch of ragamuffins coming in here causing trouble but uh, you're alright uh, you see she looks at uh, Schmorg and the two <laughs> little girls uh, and she goes I take it uh, there ain't much leadership here for this church now if y'all need any help rebuilding or anything like that, I can I can help talk to some of the folks in town and make sure that they help these here uh, uh, folks. <laughs> can I can I send Handy Andy to put more money in her pocket? <laughs> sure, uh, go ahead and make a slight hand check. It's gonna be twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, I'll do a perception check. Tell me if it succeeds. No joke, she got a nat twenty. <laughs> so. Uh, you, uh, you see Deadeye's hand, uh, skitters out and goes to put, uh, some gold in her pocket, uh, and she snatches it and she goes, what the hell? Don't you hurt Aunt Handy Andy. She looks at Handy Andy. That's she's my that, baby. She sees that there's gold in his hand and she looks at you and she goes, you the one who left this for me yesterday? Maybe the Dusk Mother did. <laughs> uh... She smiles. She goes, yeah, the fucking Dusk Mother did. <laughs> well, thank you to the Dusk Mother. You see, she um, looks up at the statue. Thank you, Dusk Mother, for uh, giving me this gold. Y'all are too, y'all are really too kind. Well, actually, you know what? It's a transaction because we need your help. Is that right? Yeah. We heard something about the Ember Heaven. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ember Heaven. What Heard anything about, about that normal place? I've been in Grimhawk my whole life because vampires been here a long time. But uh, when I was a little girl, my daddy used to talk to me about what Shadowfell was like um, when you could still travel around. And uh, Ember Heaven uh, apparently is uh, north of here. It's a city that uh, is on a mountain, and apparently it's called Ember Heaven because the um, mountain goes up past the clouds. It's the only place you can really see the sun. Sounds like a place we know. <sighs> yeah. We always knew we'd be headed back there one yeah. way or another. Yeah. All right, well. Is that where y'all are, y'all are heading up to Ember Heaven? Yeah, you know anyone who's like taking some fast steeds up north or got a, a merchant? No, I Unless don't. You're hungry too. <laughs> <laughs> I, you see, she I goes get down with some horse. Yeah, maybe you get the blood. I got the sinews. Oh hell yeah! yeah. We do a you know like we saddle up and then you a saddle and suck. <laughs> maybe let's suck. not get into eating horses, gang. Huh? All right. They're, uh, they're see, disgusting beasts. Hey, <laughs> Grandmommy Joe, uh, she goes, now I ain't, uh, I don't know anybody that's traveled because I've been stuck in Grimhawk my whole life, but from what my daddy told me from when I was a little girl, the humanoids, you know, humans, elves, dwarves and such, they tend to stick to the water. They stay off the shore to put some water between them and the monsters of this world. The more you're, hmm. the further you are into the land, more monsters you're going to run into. Apparently, there are forests of complete darkness. There are werewolves, hulks, troglodytes, all kind of, all kind of baddies. The thing is, right now, some of our party might be a little more afeard of water. Yeah, Monst- yeah. well, he's one of the monsters you might need to be worried about. I'm not worried about a hard one. All right. I just yeah. saved your daughter. Y'all don't I'm need to talk trash to, about hey, my friend. I'm not trying you, to... Well, t- you apologize to hard one. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just she a quick, at, a quick she sorry will do. She, lo- she looks at you hard... She looks at you hard one um, with a serious face. She's been, like, joking around, kind of uh, cracking jokes with you guys, razzing each other. She looks at you, and she goes, I knew a lot of good people in my life who became vampires. Can you honestly tell me you don't feel any different? I can tell you I don't feel any different. Yeah, sure. I'm not going to lie to you guys, though. I feel pretty damn different. But <laughs> um, different isn't always bad. In this yeah. case, I think it's pretty bad. Oh. So, I mean, I'm I'm with... I, I want to get the fuck out of here as bad as you guys do. I don't know how long I can stay a vampire and still be your friend. We came here for a reason, and we're going to take care of that. But as soon as Galad's head is back on your belt, we're finding you a cure. Yeah. I don't care what what sort of age-tinted wisdom and realism you have to offer, but that's just how it's going to be. I know that there's like a pretty unsavory option on the table where I reincarnate you, and there's... An element of chance as to what sort of life you might lead after that. So, you know, that's just, I guess, the elephant in the closet. Right. You well, could be an elephant. 
I could be. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be fine. Just drive a goddamn stake through my heart if I come back as a gnome. Promise me that. <laughs> I, I put my forehead to hard one in the most sincere <laughs> I've ever. <laughs> I got you. You have my promise. A single tear rolls down my cheek. I touch my sword to his heart. <laughs> That's how you know who your real friends are. <laughs> okay. You certainly got. You certainly got good friends. Now listen. Your friend here can't go in water. Doesn't mean he can't travel on water. Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is what my daddy told me, which is that humans stick to the sea. Monsters don't like going in the sea. There's monsters everywhere else. Ember Heaven, it's not it's not super close to here. Well, I mean I'm always down. I've brought my Dramamine. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's been a while since we uh, had a nice good hike. And you love ships, Hardwall. Yeah, I love ships. Yeah. Just water doesn't sound that appealing to me, but yeah. as long as we do the ship thing right, I'll be dry. <laughs> so are we going to need to go across the ocean to get to Ember Heaven, or is that just the fastest way? As far as I know from old maps I've seen, uh, if you were going by sea, you would essentially go parallel to the shore i see so similar ember heaven is on the sea you guys know galateron is Mm -hmm. you know right on the water yeah Yeah. all right well where's the dock just out of curiosity uh you see she shrugs her shoulders i've never left grimhawk in my entire lifetime and i don't think i ever will as as far as i know if you go a little bit north, you should be able to find the shore. You follow the shore, you're likely to find other humans. Can we do like a nature or history check just to like see if there's enough similar landmarks for us to kind of find our way to Galateron from here? I mean, you know it's a reflection of the material plane. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's we like... kind of could just go towards where the water would be on the material plane. Okay. Yeah. Cool. If we have like that much of a sense, then I think we just probably head towards yeah. where the water is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we go, though, uh, Hard Run, are you hungry? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling. Uh, yeah, I could eat. Okay. I, I, I sure. Do, I use fine steed. Oh God. What are you in the mood for? <laughs> um, I guess just some sort of like. Be honest. Uh, get him a ram. Right. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. I summon Ryan. <laughs> Ryan the Ram appears. <laughs> are you are you sure it's not Ram Daniel? <laughs> Moonshine, let's just Wow, that is exactly wow. Ryan survived Frostwind. <laughs> we'll give you some privacy. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm honest I'm not I'm not even that that hungry. Why don't Yeah, I bet you ain't. Uh-huh. Uh, hey Bev, you wanna go, I don't know, do like a an a four K? <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you guys head for the head for the docks. I'm gonna I'm gonna smack this ram on the ass and get it out of here. Yeah, I, uh, thought... I appreciate the appreciate the thought there, Bev. Uh huh. Sure, sure, sure. I'll meet you guys outside. Yeah, uh, and I'm, t- I'm gonna take a lap. I, I saw like a cool berry, Moonshine. You want to look at that cool berry? Yeah, let's look at that cool berry. Yeah, I'll be look... right out to check out that berry. All right, yeah. You just like make sure that the cool. ram's okay, and then we're gonna check out the cool berry. You see, one of the little girls is just staring at you from across the room. I don't blink as I eat Ryan the ram, <laughs> and as I finish, I yell, "Yeah, yeah, go! Get out of here! You're free!" <laughs> 
You're free. <laughs> and then I put my finger to my lips and I tell uh, Rosa to never speak of this. Uh, she nods. Uh, go ahead and make a deception check for uh, Moonshine and Steph. Uh, I rolled a nine. <laughs> You guys come back in, and um, hard one, hard one has like shoved Ryan's body <laughs> under under some like debris, um, and his huh. face still has a little bit of blood on it. Uh, but he wipes it up off oh. his chin. He walked off quite proudly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I can't meet his gaze. <laughs> what like, else? What else? <laughs> I'm like looking at my shoes, being like, "Yeah, I'm glad you got that reunion you wanted." Oh, did you bring in the berry? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I just pick up some dirt and shape it into a berry. Oh, nice, <sighs> nice. All right. It well, turns out it was dirt. Balnor's uh, <laughs> teary-eyed. He really killed Ryan. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll maybe I'll find something on the road since I skipped <laughs> oh, sure. breakfast. Yeah, yeah. We'll seems see. super full. <laughs> we'll see if we can find a Roy Rogers. He seems so healthy and satisfied. Yeah. Is the is the top button on your pants undone? I don't know. I think it's the four hour. I think it's the four trancing hours. Oh, okay. I'm gotcha. feeling viral. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Really I've heard that. Sort of and the inter- rat. I had a rat. So an intermittent fasting the thing. Tra- yeah, the intermittent yeah. fasting that'll make your your yeah. muscles pop. So that could be it. Yeah. Sort of a metabolism. <laughs> It's getting used to it, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, bur- you're burning fat now burning instead fat, of sugar. Right. So good stuff. Good all stuff. Hey, what'd you have for breakfast, Baldor? Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> some, some soup on a plate. <laughs> Sampling the fine cuisine. <laughs> Should we head for the shore? Yeah, let's head for the okay. shore. <laughs> all right. Um, so you guys uh, say your goodbyes to um, Schmorg and uh, Rosa and Ginny and um, uh, Grandma and Sandy. Uh, you see Schmorg uh, is using his muscles to um, pick up some of the debris. Uh, they're starting to clean up the church. Um, I, before we go, I'm gonna, I want to kneel before Jevlin's uh, <laughs> urn. And oh, I hadn't thought of that. I'll, I'll just... Say, uh, I never got to know you, bud, but you seem like a hell of a dwarf. I would like to spell all state, but in uh, fungus. Nice. Mm. Uh, you so make I, a... I do like the Night King thing where I make it stand up, but it's fungus <laughs> oh. and it spells all state. Uh, yet another memorial garden uh, for <laughs> one of our fallen friends. You know, I respect death, and sometimes respecting death means like embracing it rather than pretending like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um. I talk to Rosa and Ginny, and I say, thank you for showing me uh, a, a new side of, of Pelor. The, the Dusk Mother, I don't know, it's, it's nice to know that there's more than just the pure light out there. Uh, you see, uh, they both smile at the exact same time, <laughs> and in tandem they go, it's hard to be good, but it's good to be good. <laughs> oh, I'm bad again. I'm stealing I'm that. Again. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go find some water. Yeah. Cool. Um, So you guys uh, begin your journey out of Grimhawk. Um, You head to the edge of town and begin traveling north towards where you know uh, Galateron to be, uh, a.k.a. Ember Heaven here. Mm. Hey, Harwan, on our journey, could you piggyback ride me so I could trance real quick? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, thanks. Just to do a a little zealot's trance. Oh, to get your awakened back? try and get my... Got it. Cool. I fireman carry moonshine. Sweet. 
I mean, I said piggyback, but I'll take this. Hell yeah. Uh, you, so you guys <laughs> it's the see. Only word. It's the only thing I know. <laughs> um, the dirt trail outside of Grimhawk hasn't gotten much use in the past uh, few hundred years, uh, but there's so little life here in Shadowfell that there's no overgrowth. So it's still kind of maintained to a certain degree. Uh, you see these dead gray trees on either side of the path, leafless with twigs that stick out like claws at the ends of thick branches. Uh, and you begin traveling. And um, after a bit, after several miles, uh, you begin to be able to see the ocean. Uh, you can see water reflecting in the moonlight. It's already dark because the sun sets so early here. You are now out of the area directly surrounding Grimhawk, uh, so there begins to be more activity because Grimhawk was kind of cut off from the rest of the world, so nobody's traveling near there. Um, but now you're in a more populated area. So you see that there is a crossroads up ahead. Um, and as you guys get close to the crossroads, you begin to hear activity. And not just the skittering of like little monsters as they hide in the brush. You see up ahead, um, walking on land, are these big hulking monsters with gray skin carrying wooden clubs just plodding along the road, heading north. Um, and you see behind them just an endless line of ghosts and ghouls, little goblin-looking guys in this robes army, holding it? up lanterns um, with specters floating next to them, skeletons holding torches. You also see these little blue wisps, um, these tiny flying creatures that are so small that all you can see is this magic ore that they give off, uh, the circle of blue light. And hard one, these look like the monsters you saw in your vision. And they are doing a pilgrimage towards Ember Heaven. These guys are all going towards Galad. He promised them forgiveness and final rest. That's what they're all after. Huh. They're all going to join him. Should we uh, find just out let him go? He... What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, should we find out if he got a parade permit? Maybe we could really <laughs> get him on some. I'm almost like certain he feels <laughs> like he's above the law. Here. <laughs> okay. you, do, you do see some signs... Um, on the trees that say um, warning trail converges with parade. Okay, yeah. Well, so he got the he did wow. get the permit. Those are some nice floats. Wow, he this yeah. is Papa looks at him. Yeah, yeah, man, this is airtight. It's buttoned up. Wow. Yeah. Oh. They got it. All He's right. got it for the week. If my little litigator is okay with mm -hmm. it, then it slides with me. <laughs> it's bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just gotta ask a question to y'all by shore or by sea. Should we let uh, the one who is uh, aquatically inclined uh, yeah, answer I would, the question? Yeah, I was trying not to single him out. Oh. But. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Uh, but I am a monster. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I you a I monster? Yeah. Yeah, beast mode, baby. Beast mode. <laughs> um, I ate Ryan. I ate the ram. I know you guys. Yeah, we know, We, we know. Yeah, it it's okay. Really I know I kept it pretty secret. I yeah. hide shit pretty oh, well. Right. I know that. <laughs> um, this is the first secret you've ever kept from us, right? Yeah. yeah. This is so I, I suck at lying. So here it is. The first time I've ever lied to you. I'm clean right away. <laughs> you know, actually, hard one. I'm glad you brought this up because I noticed in myself a tendency to lie, and I started to say, Moonshine, why are you always lying mm -hmm. to strangers when you could just tell them the truth? And it's it's because I've started to doubt 
you know, the, the strength of my own words. So maybe mm. you could think about that going yeah. forward. If you ever felt like lying ever again, mm. not that you would. Right. No, I never really once. do. But that's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. I think I, shit, I guess I've, I build up these walls so, so I don't get hurt, but I don't really ever get close to anybody, huh? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you guys are more important to me than some random people, and I should be telling you the truth. So you got all the blood off your mouth, but it's actually all over your shirt, though. Really? Still. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. So you need to go at that thing with a roller, man. You right. A lot yeah. of I'm gonna have to change shirts at this point. This is obviously. You just throw out the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Let's toss, toss the shirt here, bud. I've been waiting for an excuse to take off my shirt anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, you see the veins? Oh yeah. Really? Well it's with it's the I'm quite vascular. <laughs> You know, I think you make it look pretty good. The, the translucence? Yeah. Yeah. It works? Yeah. That means a lot. I don't know if... I should, I'm just coming clean across the board here, but I'm pretty pretty insecure about that kind of shit. <laughs> you know it. It feels so good. <laughs> um, but look, I... I, I Guys, I got to say, I, I know I, I'm in more danger if we go it by way of the sea, but... If we go by way of land, we're going to be swamped by these things. Right. We're all we're yeah. all fucked. So just keep me dry. <laughs> all right. That's that's all I got to say. Yeah, we can definitely do oh, that. Oh yeah. I just wanted you to give you the option to say no. I don't want to do that. I appreciate that. Yeah. But I really just want to acknowledge that I recognize that we're in dire straits. I'm eating rams. <laughs> <laughs> Did the ram make you feel better though? Um, for the moment. For the okay. moment, it did. All right. I feel a lot worse now. Uh, honestly, in a in a way, confessing it makes it a little more real. So I'm pretty <laughs> I like, devastated about that. I will say, lying like, has its benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I like that as your skin has gotten more transparent, you too have have grown transparent in a way, and I, I like that and I respect that. I wonder if they're yeah, related. Yeah, I do need my tan back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we're we're about to be on a boat, so. What's a tan if not just a wall for your skin? <laughs> I, I or hope, a wall for your like internal organs. I hope to get that tattooed on my ruddy skin tone again someday. <laughs> okay, then okay. I guess. So yeah, I guess let's let's book it for the sea. Yeah. Um, I only have one extra shirt for you, and unfortunately, it does say "Suns Out, Guns Out." But I thought maybe hey, as long like... as it's a size extra small. <laughs> it is. It's my size. Perfect. <laughs> I nudged Balnor. You know, uh, Ryan actually was pretty much dead anyway. <laughs> yeah. He actually looked pretty good. Shocked he survived. Balnor. Yeah. Didn't he? Didn't right when he arrived, he started to say something about his daughter that was just born. He pretty much crumpled. He came to me to die. I think (laughs) his final resting place. He begged me to eat him. All right. All right. Let's find it. Let's head out. So, are we looking for like a a ship's captain or some sort of? uh, We're looking for a harbor. Yeah. 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 So you guys um, walk. uh, You guys walk away from this um, big parade of monsters and walk towards the water wait real quick i'm so sorry can we as we're as we're departing from this parade do we see in their eyes like are they willing and lucid and Mm. going or is there any sort of uh charm do you want to go up and make a stealth check yeah okay um are you gonna do pass without trace or anything are you just gonna no i'm not gonna pass without trace (laughs) 17 
Um, Moonshine, you um, begin to sneak up. Um, you go through some of the trees. Uh, you know, there are trees between the two paths where they converge. And you see that they don't appear to be charmed or anything. They they don't have any kind of glazed look in their eyes or whatever. But as you're um, sneaking up, you see a few of them begin <laughs> sniffing the air. And a you piece. see these specters uh, shoot up um, and start flying into the woods uh, towards you. Uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Oh. <gasps> I got a 23. Nice. And you said I'm on a tree, right? You are, yes, you are like in in some trees. Okay, I can work with this. <laughs> <laughs> Is just Moonshine rolling initiative? That's all, or? she's the only one who said she was going. Oh, yeah, yep. okay. So Moonshine, you see two wraiths clock you. Mm-hmm. Um, these spirits of like black smoke with um, like skeletal faces Um, and they begin shooting off towards you and you see there's a commotion amongst this parade of people as all of the monsters begin to like react. Um, Moonshine, you're first. Tree stride. What's that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You gain the ability to enter a tree and move from inside it to another inside to inside another tree of the same kind within 500 feet. So I want a tree stride 500 feet away. (sighs) So I'm essentially teleporting from my tree to another tree 500 feet away. So I'm disappearing. Yeah. So okay. So I'll say the way this works basically is you are in a patch of trees um, between the east road and the west road, uh, and then teleported over to a tree like near the shore. Uh, so these wraiths, you guys probably don't even know that like Moonshine teleported the fuck out. I did you guys shout, just hear. I did shout tree stride. As I did it. <laughs> tree stride. Um, you guys just see all these monsters and lanterns and torches and stuff. They begin rushing into the woods. Tree stride. Um, you, what are you guys doing? Roll a, we Do we should, hear her say that? Oh, you guys, guys, fucking monsters everywhere. Like, so, every monster in the world is running towards you. So I guess we jet towards the... Jet towards the, the shore. Towards the, they towards gonna, the shore. Yeah. Cool. Um, you guys plan. start running towards the shore. You guys see um, lanterns and torches and everything running towards the shore. What do you guys do? I'll right. turn into Batman. Okay. Um, hard one, you turn into a bat. Bat one. <laughs> hard one, you turn into a bat and fly over the water. Um, what do you guys do? Um, I mean, I'm 500 feet away. Okay, so Moonshine's like kind of hiding. Bev, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to dive into the water. Sweet. Um, Bev dives into the water, um, uh, begins swimming out. Balnor dives into the water. Oh, I'll dive into the water as well. Sweet. Um, you guys From all... the tree, using a branch as a... Uh, diving board <laughs> um you you guys um all jump into the water the only person who was noticed was moonshine and it was pretty far away so you see after a bit um they don't charge all the way down to the water most of them don't at least uh you see a lot of them um just start running down the path that you guys were coming up on they assume that whoever was sneaking up on them was coming from there uh so you see a bunch of ghouls and like fomorian type uh giants with big clubs um walking around um the path that you guys were just at um hard one you're just this bat fucking hanging over the water um you guys are all hanging out uh, underwater, just um, keeping breathe. your faces up. Moonshine can breathe underwater. Balnor yeah. and Bev are just trying to keep still and keep their mouths above water. Uh, you do see a few like wraiths and stuff get close to the water and start looking out. Um, but after a little bit, uh, they collect themselves 
and go back on the path. I am sorry, y'all. I was just trying to gain some intel on Galad's hold over them. But it it seems as though they are all just perfectly willfully doing this and there is no charm. Hey, sometimes you get wet. Yeah. I turn back into hard one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he. It's. I think it's just the promise he made him. Whatever he's going to do to yeah. set them free is enough. Did y'all hear me shout tree stride? <laughs> yeah, I what did, is that? But yeah, we didn't know what it means. So, uh, <laughs> just know if I shout tree stride, I'm probably okay. Cool. It means I just go, I can, you know, use a tree as a port key oh, to another tree. I've heard of this. It's a, it's a high level uh, green knight ability. Is it? Yeah. It's also high level druid ability. Well, well look at that. You know? Well, yeah, ain't that wow. something? Commonality. Laura and Pelora, I tell you what, they <laughs> get together every Sunday. <laughs> Big old roast. <laughs> there were a lot of monsters there, guys. Yeah, we oh man, haunting. you thought that was a lot. They let me tell you about the vision I had, which I'm coming to realize more and more was a vision and not just a nightmare. There are more things than you can fathom. You cannot, from horizon to horizon, of monsters, beasts, ghouls, ghosts. Every scary thing you could possibly imagine. Pee. All following Galadrazel. So this is a pass without trace kind of situation then, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Shall yeah. we find a dinghy? Yeah. I mean, I think that they're all on the road right now. Right. Yeah, you guys get so... back to shore. You guys wait enough time that you do see them get back to the path. Okay. This is horrifying. We, I don't know how to take on an army. I think this. I think we might just have to kill Goliath. Cut off the head of the snake, cut off the head. and then put the head of the snake on our belt. Yeah. Specifically, Hard One's belt. I'd love to have his head back on my belt. It, it looked good. Yeah, it looks bald without it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel naked, and I'm just wearing this weird T-shirt. <laughs> it looks yeah, good though. I was though. gonna say maybe it's the extra small Suns Out Guns Out shirt that's making you feel it naked. It could definitely be that. <laughs> I just feel like you could be showing more belly button in general. It just yeah. looks like it hurts. <laughs> it does, but it hurts so good. Yeah. This midriff tee. <laughs> Can I just real quick, I'm going to put the little belly chain yes. that I was wearing on Hard One. Okay, wait now. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Oh, hey, my name's Pen... Oh, wait, hang on. Okay, so technically I work for my mistress over here. My name's Pentecost. <laughs> oh, Some yeah. people call me the betrayer, but <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> no, nobody... Well, you know what? Nobody, actually, nobody calls me Pendergreens. <laughs> That's... That's for kinda, Moonshine, it's, you didn't tell me you had a champion. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you I got yeah. a champion. Hey, but well, I have we're, to we're only... Okay, nine more days. Nine more days, and then the belly button uh, (laughs) ring here starts burning up, and then we renegotiate. And I'm looking over at this guy here, uh, Mr. Vampire, and I'm thinking maybe uh, he and I, maybe he's, uh, maybe I become his master. You become my master. That doesn't sound like a. Well, you know, I used to be the belly button ring right now. Well, more of a belly belly chain, I misspoke. Well, right, you know, right now, right. sometimes This was fun, change, Moonshine. Why don't we switch, toss it into the sea? You switch careers. <laughs> I'm going to real quick dunk him no, into no, the no, sea. No, 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 What if one of those monsters finds me? Think about that, huh? I know, I'm just dipping you in. Oh, stop, I hate it's a, water. It's a playful ribbon. It, I don't, oh, okay. You know what, if, it's, if we're just goofing around. Well, tell you what, you know, you know how to get to uh, Ember Heaven? 
Wait, you know Galad. Galad took your seat. Of course seat. I know Galad. I fucking hate Galad. Do you know the layout of the castle that he's living in now? Of course I know the layout of the castle he's living in. You know if there's any secret doors, secret traps, secret... Mm. Yeah. Ways, the weakest parts, most penetrable parts of that fortress. Yeah, we could go from inside the mountain. Mm. Inside the mountain, that sounds like my goddamn specialty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so right, much. Yeah. Uh, we'll put you back on your throne, and I put him back around my Finally, belly. a little bit of respect. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a cool belly chain. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. a belly chain with a bad personality. It's, it's whoa, whoa, really whoa, awesome. hey. I mean, you're a little I tell sour. You, I tell you about all the secret passages and whatnot. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I overstepped. You know, how do you, I'm supposed to be your champion. You're over here <laughs> talking to your friend. You know what? You're it. fucking right. I'm well, sorry. Hey, you you know are what? my champion. Thank you. It means a lot. I'm a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a goddamn belly chain. Hey, oh. you're all right, Pentacreen. <laughs> I, I hand my, not my fucking name. <laughs> I hand Moonshine a sock. If I ever, if I ever get out of this goddamn necklace, <laughs> and just like I say, really supportive things to Pendergreens as I slowly put the sock. Name, off. It's not fucking Pendergreens. <laughs> Don't put me in a sock. I am the Dark Lord of Sockos. <laughs> 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 Okay. Uh, so you guys uh, walk along the shore. Uh, <laughs> so we have a really talky map. <laughs> For a few miles, um, it eventually curves away from the main road, and you see uh, the wisps and the torches of the monsters fade into the distance. Uh, the only way uh, you know that you're heading in the right direction is because you know the way to get to Galateron. You know that um, if, as long as you follow the shore, you will get to Galateron eventually. Um, so you travel for several miles until you finally do see a settlement out on the ocean. It is a couple hundred feet out, uh, keeping plenty of distance from the shore. It's this little shanty town built on docks with boats tied off. Uh, looks like they serve as homes or public spaces. Uh, there are torches up on various posts, and uh, it's loud and ruckus. You can hear it uh, even from uh, this distance. Like a happy ruckus? Sounds like it. <laughs> okay. It's like a rumpus more so. Yeah. Sure. Would okay. you say it's a rumpus? I would okay. say it's a rumpus. All right. Well, you said it was a ruckus. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Ooh. One man's ruckus is another man's rumpus. <laughs> <laughs> another tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it's a tattoo of a pillow that says that. <laughs> well, let's, well let's, <clears throat> let's check out this shindig, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Hard one. You might want to keep your mouth you know, closed up for now, just to make yeah. sure. Well, oh. these actually can retract. Can do oh, really? A minor illusion or something to give them just a little oh, bit of a tan. A idea. Oh, that's yeah. Um, can a minor illusion like a cream? <laughs> Are you sure spread? you don't want to just lean into it and like put on some Victorian garb? Oh, I could go like full, full Dracula and make yeah. them think that I'm doing like a Halloween costume. <laughs> 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 okay, guys. Can I do an inside check to see if we can convince everyone in town that he's in a yeah. Halloween costume? Um, yeah. I want to suck your blood. I got a 13. What do I know? A 13? Um, that seems like an awful idea. Oh, okay. Not, not the at, at a 13, it's not the worst idea you've ever heard. <laughs> if you got a nat 20, you would know for sure it'd be a very bad idea. Uh, can I use my deception Minor abilities yes. to try and disguise him? Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, maybe just like uh, yeah, I'll cover him in, with mud or something. M- minor minor illusion it with your, with mud. your deception ability. <laughs> Could oh, just oh. be a different outfit. Well, that's a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so you do an okay job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be mud. <laughs> uh, I, I grab some kelp and some uh, some silt. Careful, from the that's of the wet. Ocean. That's yeah. Don't touch <laughs> me with the kelp. <laughs> I make him look like a dock worker. Sweet. I'm gonna also just hit you with a guidance before we go in there. Um, one of my new cantrips. Um, and it's me. basically just uh, once before the spell ends, you can add a D4 to one ability check. So if you have to do some sort of deception check to not be a vampire, you got that in your back pocket. Oh, great. thank you. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Cool. Um, so you guys um, begin to approach like the outside of the settlement, kind of keeping your distance uh, so that you can kind of see what's going on before you get too close. Uh, and you see a large spire, uh, this pointy rock with a sign on it. Uh, and the sign reads Bastard's Cove. Uh, and above the rock, uh, there is some type of rune. Uh, and guys, go ahead and give me perception That's checks. That's the rune for man cave. <laughs> Uh, shout out to the two crew. Okay. Um, 
Nineteen. Nineteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, moonshine and hard one. Uh, you guys see this spire with this rune on it and the sign announcing the town. Um, it's it's on the shore. Uh, you guys look into the water and you see another spire um, out in the water and you see another spire further down the shore. You can't see if there's another one on the other side of the town, but it looks like these stones surround the little village. Hmm. So they must provide some sort of protection. You don't know. Should we try like, maybe not walking into the village, but like tossing something in to see what happens if you're not invited? I could try and send Handy Andy in. That's true about it. he could get hurt. Yeah, I don't want him to get crumpled again. Get hurt. Now I've got pawpaw syndrome with, uh, with Handy Andy. No. <laughs> Seldon, where you I go. I <laughs> Should I go? No, no. I find no. a crab and I toss it through. Uh, you, grab, you grab a crab, you toss it through. Um, this just real like monstrous little crab with like seven eyes. Um, you throw it um, past the rune. Uh, crab is fine. They might just be spying on us. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, then maybe we should be really friendly as we're going in. Let's yeah. look at it and be like, hey, yeah. we come in peace. We're humans. That's a, an improvement. Casual. Yeah. Yeah, humans. All of us. Yeah. Humanoid. Oh, I report for it's just yeah. bad, and I say I hope it's not like a like electric fence for vampires. Let's go. Okay, yeah, let's, right, go, let's, let's go, let's go, let's go. Cross that bridge when it electrocutes us. Yep. Okay, we go. Uh, you guys walk through. Um, hard one. As you walk through, you take. 17 psychic damage. As soon as you pass this room, oh. just your head begins to explode. You feel oh. just like this horrible, horrible headache. Um, you begin to have like an aneurysm. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, back up, back up, back up, back up. Are uh, we? Guys all back. Everybody else is fine. Can Wait, he get is through? He, do, can he get through though? He can get through. It's, oh. Uh, oh, let no, me I'll know. Take, I, I'll take that damage the entire time I'm in there. Okay. Um, he, he tell is? me what you're doing. I'm you're, backing out. Okay, but he away. backs out. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I, we back out with him then, I guess. Yeah. Can we inspect the rune? Oh, sure. Is the rune glowing? Does it look active? Yeah, you saw... Um, uh, everybody go ahead and give me a perception check. Twelve. 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 Oh, wait, no, thirteen, sorry. Fourteen. Uh, none of you guys were, like, looking at the rune as you passed through. Okay, I'd like to inspect it closer. Okay, go ahead and give me uh, an arcana check. Twelve. Twelve. You know, maybe somebody just go in there and make a friend. As long as I'm invited, <laughs> might work. Um, Moonshine, oh. there is certainly some kind of spell on uh, this rune specifically, not on the entire like spire. You feel magical energy coming from that. I don't have any kind of dispel magic stopped. Maybe we can sneak in, because we can get in there, and if we can turn them off from the inside and disable whatever sort of security system is there, maybe that will keep people from being put on high alert. Or we can bribe whoever runs the system. Yeah. I think that I just don't want a situation where an entire town is trying to kill you again, because that seems to be happening a lot. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm so hated. Makes me feel like a freaking no. We're just going to have to love you even more. No. <laughs> yeah, as much as they hate you, we'll love you all the more. Hurrah. Do you want another ram? <sighs> No, <laughs> please don't summon a ram. Okay. Yeah, we got to be careful about him emotionally eating. That's just true. Okay. Um, Hard one, do you mind maybe kind of like further checking around the perimeter and seeing what you see? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll case the joint. I'll do, I'll do the work hey, from outside. Hey, you know what? Why don't um, me and Hard one do a, a stealth mission, as it were? Ooh. 
The Bash Brothers. <laughs> the Bash Brothers. That's yeah. right. I'm very jealous. Yeah, this is, is going to be a really important mission, yeah. I think. <laughs> We're going to go look at the rocks. <laughs> Good idea, you. Balnor. Yeah. Cuts a hard one in Balnor at a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Balnor is getting too serious of a lap dance. <laughs> He's one of those guys who gets like shark eyes when he goes into a strip club. You kind of took all the fun out of it, Balnor. <laughs> Instantly falls in love. All right, okay. let's let's yeah, try and let's, be quick about this. Yeah, let's though. go in. Sweet. Um, so Moonshine and Bev, um, you guys walk past the spire. Don't like this though. I don't like leaving hard. I know. I gotta fix this. Don't I, worry. If, if anything happens to you guys, I'll just turn into a bat, fly out to the ocean, and kill myself. Oh, hard one. I'll make sure he doesn't do that. Ben puts his entire hand in his mouth. <laughs> uh, so you guys are able to walk past the spire. Uh, doesn't set anything off. It 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 seems to be there to protect people from the undead. Um, ah. which Shadowfell is rife with. Uh, so you guys walk past it. Uh, you see that there is, it looks like you need to swim to it or that there might usually be little rowboats or something. There are no boats there. What do you guys do? Uh, you guys see there are no docks connecting it uh, to the shore. It's just out a bit. So the entire town is like out on, on the a water. boardwalk kind of? Yeah. Or? Oh, okay. Should we, should we, I guess we just got to swim. We got to paddle our way in right yeah i guess so yeah um, are you guys stealthing as you swim or are you just going yeah we're stealthing yeah okay um guys go ahead and both give me stealth checks um well that's a natural 20 Ooh. that's a nine a nine total mm-hmm. wow okay i cover myself in crabs <laughs> <laughs> beverly is surprisingly good at swimming um uh, uh, does that thing where he like wriggles his whole body like a mermaid <laughs> as he goes through the water? Yes, I love to swim like that. Uh, he swims like a mermaid. The Ryan Lochte. Yeah. <laughs> I am of the sea. A regular Lochte and Phelps over here as you guys um, swim towards the docks. We're just housing pancakes. Um, you guys swim out uh, to these docks um, and you arrive uh, in this little shanty village. Uh, it's got the energy of a drunken pirate getaway. Uh, you guys um, pull yourselves up out of the water. You're still trying to be kind of stealthy. Um, you, just by nature of trying to swim and climb up out of the water and stuff, you make noise. Um, but there doesn't appear to be anybody really looking for um, anybody. There, there doesn't appear to be any kind of lookout. There, there are no guards here. Um, you, you pull yourself up onto the dock. Um, and you see that uh, there are all these um, ships that are basically uh, serving as the buildings of this uh, little town. You see like little buoys and like barrels in the water uh, that are helping these little structures float. Um, and they're all connected by these docks. Uh, and you see that there is a ship with a bigger cabin than most of the other ones. Um, and it appears to be like uh, the tavern or something like the town meeting place because all the other places are kind of quiet and this place is lit up. Um, you see a warm light coming from the inside and you hear loud talking and laughs and like glasses clinking. All right, I think we have two options. Uh-huh. Either we go into this tavern and we try to convince someone with our uh, newly acquired wealth to give us a ride on their boat and maybe turn the other way at some of our... Yeah. More unsavory customers and passengers. Yeah. Or we just steal a boat. What are you, what are you feeling keen towards? Well, 
you know, we were just hanging out with all the people from the church, and I feel like we should just try and not ruffle as many feathers as we can. Yeah. Uh, they've got their own little thing going here. They've got these nice houseboats. I don't want to mess up their town or their village. Yeah, what was that? What was that wisdom Rosa gave us? <laughs> uh, what was it? It was actually very good. It's, it's hard at being good, but it's good to be good. It's, it's hard being <laughs> good, good, but it's, it's good, good to be, be good. good. I um, minor illusion that onto both of our arms in a temporary tattoo. <laughs> and it's on our wrist, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I've become what I hate. <laughs> it's right. written in, like, a fancy script. Oh, yeah. Um, so fancy. Jelly pin. Yeah. Um, right. Into yeah. the tavern? Into the tavern. I'm going to be the purse. You should probably be the, you know, um, don't tell anyone how much we have. Right. But, like, you should probably be the mouthpiece because I'm more of a lurker in the shadows than a people person. Yeah, my, my dad taught me how to barter when we bought our last lawnmower. So. Great, great, <laughs> awesome. So I think I can, I think I got the hang, the handle on it. Great. Um, so you guys enter. Um, yeah, this... make them think we have enough money to take us seriously, mm-hmm. but don't make them think we have enough money that we could get taken advantage of. I'll say stuff like, you're killing me. And it's like, you're hanging me out to dry. Yeah, that's okay. good. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Dang, you good. All right. <laughs> so you guys en- enter this um, big old houseboat, um, and uh, you do not see humans inside. You see beings that look similar to bullywugs. <laughs> These gray-skinned frogmen with black spots, um, oh, bigger no. and more fierce-looking than their Bohemian brethren. Um, they have reminded me some of some of the mistakes in my youth. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, fully black eyes like rats, um, just these beady eyes. Uh, most of them have two, um, but a lot of them are mutated. Uh, and there are frogs with three eyes. There's a few with one. Um, there's even one with four. Um, and of course, they all have perfect teeth. Um, they are having a good rowdy time. You see a couple of them are wrestling. A big group uh, sits at a table gambling. There's a fat one um, with four eyes playing a game of uh, dice, some kind of dice game uh, with a smaller one with one eye. Uh, there's no bar, but there is an area uh, where booze is being brewed in these big tubs next to a fireplace. And um, frogmen walk over with big mugs and are taking generous scoops. And when you guys walk in, the entire tavern goes completely quiet. Um, and you just hear like little whispers. Where are they? Where are they? And um, you see the one with four eyes who's sitting at the gambling table looks up and goes, Ah, humanoids, what brings you, what brings you here? We are looking to book passage on one of your fine boats. Surely someone with as clean of teeth and pure of mind as you would be able to help uh, two strangers in need. I, I reach into the bag and I take out whatever is like the nicest like material that could be used as floss and I present <laughs> it as a gift like uh, across my hands. Uh, guys, go ahead and give me persuasion check uh, with advantage. Um, like silk floss or something. <laughs> uh, 21. 21, nice. Um, you see um, these um, big gray bullywugs laugh. Uh, and this uh, four-eyed one goes, Wow, you really know how to flatter a scullywug. 
Holy wow. Here, here. And I pull out my infinite flask. Oh, yeah. You pull out your infinite flask. Um, one of the scullywugs uh, near the door uh, clinks glasses with you. Um, the one with uh, four eyes goes, My name's Wart. Uh, we only have one ship that we can afford to part with. The rest are used as houseboats. But I am a bit of a gambler, so how about I play you for it? Uh, I spores with moonshine. Do we have time for this, or should we just try and buy him out? I think we got time for this. Okay. Do you want to take charge here? What you want to play? Stones. Uh, and you see... <laughs> Walk me through it. I'm not trying to be a shark here. I never played stones before. Uh, he explains the game to you, um, and the way the game works practically uh, for us here is um, you roll four D6s, Mm-hmm. And um, you can choose at the end of your roll if you want to re-roll. And if you do that, um, you remove one dice and you only get to roll three. You essentially get to take like a mulligan on your dice, and whoever gets the highest roll wins. Oh, so it's there, it doesn't require any kind of like it's pure pure luck, or okay. like that. Oh, okay. I was gonna give Bev like some sort of enhance ability, but <laughs> I don't think there's any. Ab- spell I have that can just help you roll better. No, unless you want to cheat, which maybe isn't a great idea. Yeah. Just use those weighted dice of yours. <laughs> can I, I give him guidance? I will you the Amazon link. Can you what? Can I give him guidance? Uh, you guys can try to cheat if you want. Okay, it's up I'm to you. I'm not going to cheat. Ooh, okay, okay. I hear how you phrase that. Um, Wart, you said your name was? Yes. What happens if uh, if we lose? Uh, well, you need to offer something uh, quite good because uh, the 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 Queen's Croaker is uh, is a fine ship. I, uh, uh, via report spores, I'm like Chaos Bolt. Chaos Bolt. You know the Chaos Bolt, the little armband. Yeah, the little that ba- I got from uh, Alanis. Oh yeah, we've had that kicking around for a while. That we could offer that. Uh yeah. I say, would you be so kind as to fetch the armband of infinite power? Absolutely, sire. <laughs> Uh, Moonshine, I'll say you guys brought the bag with you. <laughs> Moonshine, you pull out the um, chaos gauntlet. Uh, go ahead and give me a, I'll say, um, deception check. But it's not with it's not with like dire consequences. If he doesn't believe you, he just knows it's not worth that much. Can I help on that? Um, you do it. Oh, I do it. Okay. Yeah, because you're the you're the one like making stuff up. Shout out to the two crew. Okay. Wow. Uh, you see, he looks at it and he goes. Well, this is a this is a fine glove for sure, but I'm offering you a ship. Uh, I'll need something a little better than this. Do you have gold? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We could put some gold up. Yeah. All right. Well, my ship is worth tens of thousands of gold. I like gambling quite a bit. I'll I'll tell you what. You give me the magic glove, and um, five thousand gold. Ah, oh, you're really bending my arm here. Uh, we could play for something smaller than the ship. I just don't think we could part with 5,000. What do you think we could part with, sire? Ah, uh, you know, somewhere slightly north of 3,000, I think. Okay. But you're really putting me in a bind here. <laughs> uh, go ahead and do a persuasion check. <laughs> 24. Nice. Okay. Um, you see uh, he sighs and he goes... All right. To be perfectly honest, it's a little banged up. So you take it as is. We play the game for 3,000 gold and the magic glove. Sounds great. And it's a beautiful ship. Don't sell yourself sword. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's not this ship, by the way. This is a bar. My ship is outside. Oh, I thought we were playing for the bar. 
No, I can't give you the bar. This is part of the. This is part oh. of the town. All right. You know I what? guess maybe we should go a little further south with our. <laughs> well, well, no, it's a bigger than this. This is a, not a. This is a houseboat. Do you want to just stay in the in the Tell dock? What, is yeah. there is there any alcohol on your boat? I'll give you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> a beer? A beer? A I'm beer? giving you a ship for 3,000 gold. This is already insane. <laughs> no, but I thought that he, if he we grabs lose, you and he pulls you lose. he pulls you outside and he points to a ship in the distance and you do see in the deep distance um in the moonlight um there is a pirate ship anchored. Like um, a big pirate what ship. What is you know how the how ships always have like something carved in the front? Ooh, yeah. What is it? Um, you um, can't see it from here, um, but hey, Ward, Ward goes. What's carved on the front of your it's ship? It's a uh, lady that's holding like a flower. She hot. <laughs> uh, I'm a frog. Does she so look like I'd, real high status. I and... would consider like a frog to be really hot. So I don't know what you think is hot. Does she have like long silver hair? Do you want to play like the game? Blanchet cheek or not? Yeah, I do want to play yeah, the yeah. game. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So three thousand gold. Plus magic gloves if I win. You get the Queen's Croaker if you win. Okay. Beautiful. Right. Picturesque. We're in business. All right. So are we, we are, all playing? Um, who who wants to play for you guys? Uh, oh, Bev can play. Bev sure? can play. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We both roll. We both roll forty-six. Um, if you roll the lower one, you definitely want to remove a dice and roll again, because okay. just by chance you might get like all sixes and get an 18 or something pretty good. I will roll in front of you guys. Okay. Um, you guys all sit around this table, um, and you see all the scullywugs uh, surround the table. Yeah, bring it in, boys. Show's on. Well, high, high stakes. High stakes game. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Let's um, roll our dice. Ready? Three, two, one. Stones. Ooh, I rolled not great. Oh, uh, neither did we. Six. Okay. Eight. Eleven. Uh, we got four, five, nine. Yeah, nine. Okay. Um, Wart is gonna stay. Okay. All right, so we should re-roll these three dice yeah, then. Yeah, let's All right. do it. Yeah, We're so gonna you just do roll, it. You just roll three dice. You lose a dice. Thinking of sixes. Thinking of fives, fives, and sixes. Please, Pelor. Five. Bless these dice. <laughs> five, five, we need you. Six chicks, show up. <laughs> okay, so that's seven. That's eight. Eight. Uh, so you guys lose. Um, you see uh, Wart holds his hand out, um, takes the magic glove. All right, I'll take my gold. Unless you want to play double or nothing. We need the key, so we need to do a little walkthrough of the boat before we give you three grand. Uh, you see the bullywugs all start to surround you. What the fuck? We made a deal. Okay, okay, right, okay, okay. I didn't know that we didn't negotiate when we would transfer the money. I was just throwing out the We're idea gambling. of a walker. Give... I thought maybe you'd want to show us around your boat, you know, sort of show off what you've done. Anyways, do we want to do double or nothing or what? I, I think so. I want to do a quick insight check to see how many bullywugs or how many scullywugs are in this room. Sure. Um, and yeah, go ahead and do a uh, perception How check. tough they look. Sure. I'm not trying to be aggressive with them. That's uh, just a 12. Uh, 12. Um, looks to be at least 20. Um, and they look... You guys might be able to take them. It's not... I'm not you can't tell. To take okay. them. Unless you want to take them I'm back. saying if things go way south, but we should do double or nothing. I'll play, I'll play again. 6,000 gold. What do you think? I'm, I'm in whatever you want, Bev. All right. I think you should roll them this time. Okay. Uh, I think that uh, Pelower's fingers have gone cold. 
All right, y'all. All right, so moonshine. Uh, I got I got the dice in my hand. I got the stones in my hand doing the crick cradle. <laughs> All right, ready? Three, two, one, stones. Wart's got 11 again. We're going to re-roll. <laughs> oh, no. Can we re-roll them all? No, no you can only roll, re-roll three. Yeah, uh, each time uh, each time you take another turn, you lose a dice. Oh, wait, we also have 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, eight, did you? Ten. Yeah, we also have 11. Okay, so re-roll. We both re-roll. re-roll all, all four. All right. All right. Oh. All right, I guess we, we let's all, okay, um, these are new official rules to the game. We all we both lose a dice. Okay, um, so just three dice. Get that fungus stink on those dice. Otherwise, we're going to have to go triple or nothing. I got nine. Ooh. We got ten! Yes! 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 Craig yes. Cradle. Oh. Yes. Oh. Uh, Bev and Moonshine high five. Um, you see uh, Wart looks really pissed off. You can tell uh, he's super into gambling. He goes, no, why did I do that? Why did I do double or nothing? I just lost our ship. <laughs> uh, How about this? We'll send it back your way. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it's 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 yours to take. What what can I do? You're a frog of yeah. You're a frog of your word, and we respect that. <laughs> uh, guys, go ahead and give me a um, perception check. Shout out to the two crew. Fifteen. Um, moonshine. Um, you hear a knock from below the room. Like you hear something banging on the walls downstairs. You know, we actually, we did double or nothing, but the stakes weren't really raised for us, right? That's true. Well, no, I mean, I guess we were gonna pay more money, but yeah, that's but barely anything. I that's guess I'm scratch. saying like, maybe you owe us a little something else and all I want is just to know what that knock is. What's uh, down there? You see, uh, he looks confused for a second. What, 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 what what's down where? Well, it sounds like you got a little party going on downstairs. Is there a disco down there? Uh, you see, he sighs, uh, and he goes, Fine, okay, us scullywugs, we love frog hemoths. We've got a big, giant scullywug downstairs, and if it finds out about you, it'll probably eat you, so maybe we don't go down there. What's it doing down there? Why do you, you love it, but you keep it in the basement? Why don't y'all get out of here before things get ugly? You already got my boat. What more do you need? I gotta be honest. It's not a bad idea to maybe just get out of here. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I'm definitely curious, but I feel like my curiosity, I feel like I need to start learning to stifle my curiosity. Yeah, can't fight them all. <laughs> I just feel bad about leaving Hard One. Maybe we can- I know, that's why maybe we go, let's go pick up Hard One, then we'll decide if we have any interest in this frog human. Once we have a boat, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. We'll have a boat. Sweet. All right, this is all via Rapport Sports. Yeah, you got it. it. Um, so you guys- Say your goodbyes to the frogs. Things got weirdly tense there at the end um, from Wart and the gang. Anyways, good game. Good game. Um, <laughs> yeah, great GG, game. GG. Fuck me. Uh, you guys exit. Um, you guys find um, Balnor and Hard One inspecting the rocks. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't find anything, did we? No, but... just the spires. Thank you so much. I don't know if you guys saw, there's a ship out there. Yeah, we found that. Pirate oh, ship. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could uh, try to get our hands on that somehow. Haven't we presumably taken our ship like driven it to them oh no 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 okay. it's like far like you guys have to go out and get it oh. oh yeah no that ship is ours oh we rolled some stones i hold up a pair of keys 
<laughs> this is for the door to the boat because there's not an ignition on the boat, but you do need a, a key to open the door. Wow, to like get into the captain's yeah, quarters. Exactly. Wow, yeah, exactly. I get it. No, no, no. That makes that totally adds well, up. Well, damn, I could install a sound system. <laughs> I, and you guys do see, um, you look out, um, and you didn't see it from the shore before. You needed it um, pointed out to you when you were at the docks. Um, it is not super close to the um, settlement. Um, it is out in the water, out on the ocean, um, anchored. Uh, you guys can see it from the shore. It is out past um, where the spires are, so right. a hard one could get there. Oh, okay. Um, can I, just to be safe, um, I'm a wild shape into a whale. Mm. Okay. And ferry Bev out there. Sweet. To the boat? Yeah. Okay. Just you two? Well, I don't want to leave Harvon on his own, but Harvon I can, can't. I'll turn into a bat. Yeah, Sweet. Bat. Yeah. Oh, okay, so Balnor, Balnor and Bev um, will ride on Moonshine the Whale. Is she pregnant? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a goddamn. Uh, it's whale. early. It's early, so oh, I'm not telling people right. yet. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretending that I didn't even notice. <laughs> Twins. She's really I'm not hoping. showing. Fins crossed. <laughs> uh, so you guys, um, I pour some beer in your blowhole. <laughs> you guys, um, <laughs> not drinking right now. <laughs> it just starts drowning immediately. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, Moonshine, you take the halflings out to the boat. Um, hard one, you fly out as a bat. Um and <laughs> just quietly seeking the Batman thing now. Hard bat. <laughs> um, you guys uh see uh this you know pirate ship, this sailing ship with big sails. Uh, you notice as you get closer to it, um, that the sails are white, this uh, dirty white color. Um, the main one has a symbol with a blue rose on it. Um, uh, you see, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you guys come up as the whale and, and then you guys like climb up on the, on the main deck. Yeah. I think I ship. start to look like a whale beaching itself on a boat, but then <laughs> turn into yeah. moonshine. Uh, so moonshine beaches herself onto the boat. Beautiful mermaid. Hard one, hard one lands. Um, are you staying in bat form or are you? No, I'm going to come down and come down, comes down, down becomes yep. hard one again. Yep. Um, you guys see, uh, on the four castle in the front, um, there is a ballista. Uh, this big old crossbow. Uh, you see in the back on the quarter deck, uh, behind the sails is the helm. On the main deck, you see a mangonel, this catapult thing. Um, the ship appears to be in decent shape, uh, but there is some damage to the main deck, bits of debris around. It looks like something fell from above and uh, smashed into the ship. Uh, you see that some of the sails uh, have a few holes in them. Um, but as you walk around the main deck and look, uh, up at the sails and like all the posts and everything, uh, you see something much more concerning. You see that all over the main deck, um, attached to the posts are shackles and inside the shackles are humanoid limbs. Like people were oh. tied to the poles here and then ripped from them. Moonshine, what I don't... What fuck did we just do? Who the hell did you guys get this boat from? We gotta get a boat inspection. Do you think that the frog hemoth is coming for us right now? I, I don't think I, that... I think I gotta turn into a... I think I got a fungal form. Moonshine, I think that we were set up. Moonshine turns into a fungal <laughs> form. As you guys see in the distance, um, on the uh, docks, uh, you see torches 
start to come up and you see all of the scullywugs come out from the different boats out on the docks looking at you guys and they all begin chanting in unison um, some kind of dark spell. Under you guys, you guys begin to feel a rumble in the ocean um, as you look onto the limbs uh, that are, you know, in the shackles the, the, from the people who were ripped from the ship. Um, you see that there are tattoos and stuff that say Bastards of None, like referencing the town uh, that you guys came to. It would appear that the Bullywugs were not the original people who lived here. Suddenly, a giant tentacle shoots up over the ship and a kraken emerges from below the boat. They sold us a lemon. And that's where we'll end our session. Fuck. Jesus uh, Christ. Release the Kraken, eh? Uh, this is what we get for trusting frogs. It's their teeth. It's their the amazing teeth and their family values. We could have accidentally also paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could have just bought I'm this I'm going to fucking kill that bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. We were trying to have a nice civil interaction. You know what? Didn't, didn't you feel like all of them scullywogs were in on it? <laughs> I wanted I to trust them. I think we could fucking massacre all of them and sleep at night. They're definitely it. It is a full-on uh, ritual that is going on um, of them all watching you with torches on the docks. They were definitely all in on it. Ugh. All right. All right. Well, uh, no survivors here. Sorry. Yeah. For fucking real. <laughs> it's gonna be a frog massacre, y'all. Uh-huh. Wait till you see the shit that me and Balnor found when we were inspecting the perimeter. Oh, I've wow. got a lot of really cool magic items that we're gonna use to defeat this pack. And I'll talk to you. Actually, Murph, you and I can get dinner this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> and that dinner is going to be live on the short rest. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, guys, check out the short rest. Go on over to uh, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Uh, we'll talk more about all this stuff. Um, guys, we got some stuff to plug. Uh, check out me and Emily's sketch show. It's called Hot Date. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, you can get our book. It's called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact. It's a satirical relationship advice book available on Amazon and on Audible. Caldwell, what do you got? Um, you can check out Big City Greens. It's a television show that I uh, write and storyboard for. Uh, you can find it on Disney Channel or uh, on Amazon or iTunes or wherever you find television shows. Oh, yeah. Disney Jake- Plus at one point. Yeah. Jake, what do you got? Uh, I'll shout out my mother this week. Nice. Jake's can. I believe some people have ordered them. They have. I've seen tweets. Yeah, they warm my mother's heart and they warm mine as well. Jake'smomscookies.com. Uh, cool guys um, thank you so much for listening follow us on Twitter at chmurfismme at callthesecaldwell at Demily, at jakeherwitzisjake Jake, and tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod that's n-a-d-d-p-o-d we are we are the youth of the nation we are we are the youth of the nation that really hurts your head how do yeah. you do that it's I was hard. watching you being like you're getting you're gonna get whiplash <laughs> It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. You honor us. Oh, yeah. Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven, refuses to go in the pool at any pebble pot parties because they are notorious pool pissers. J. Loma 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's Gymspiration, uses arcane recreationally, but it's got nothing to do with their physical physique. J. Lomas is all natty. 
Don't be a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times is not allowed anywhere near the Dwarfenage after last year's beheading fiasco. Yeah. Danny P., Bohemia's resident artist, painted Hardwon's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. Also painted his junior year portrait before he could, before he could grow a beard, and Hardwon is threatening to sue if it's not taken out of the yearbook. It must be removed. <laughs> Spencer Gaspru, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, also the creator of Bud Heavy, Balnor's favorite beer. Beard Man Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia, frequently uses it to tickle gnomes. T. Scott D. <laughs> went to a gnome high school and received lots of arcane swirlies for refusing to tee-hee. Hermes W., the Bat King. Hermes has sent a squad of bats to kill Vampire Hard One, who Hermes refers to as the Bat Pretender. Spartus, the champion of Theala's Galate... A gladiator pit, a deeply religious warrior who washes down every kill with a tall glass of milk. Adam R., the R-rated assassin, went full frontal in their last kill and just got uprated to the NC-17 assassin. Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly she snuck into Adam R.'s NC-17 movie without paying. <gasps> Hugh C., a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Also fought Red over a particular appetizing piece of cheese. Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician. Together, the many faces have formed an acapella group that perform snow patrol covers at taverns across Bohemia. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, is super peeved when they get booked on the same show as Daniel Yu and have to listen to hours of snow patrol. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword and wrestler of Cord. Jeff and Cord went to the same school district and went at it a few times in the Eastern Bohemian Nationals. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick architect. Graduate graduated Crick Laude from the Papa School of Architecture and <laughs> owes 100,000 brown leaves in student loans. Devastating. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom, a distant relative of Toadsworth from the Mario games. Remember Toadsworth? Oh, I do, yeah. Ryan M., Hard One's Ram, lives in a vicious hell cycle of being killed, reincarnated, then eaten by their <laughs> beloved master over and over again. Untrue, not canon. Go Elena on. C., the first Crick out to ever change their shirt or get a haircut. Monumental. My Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, catered this year's Christmas celebration with themed drinks like an old cob fashion. Great. Andrew M, the only Crick Bullywug without hospitality, the scourge of the Crick Bullywugs. <laughs> Victor T, Balnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. When Balnor disappeared, he full-on melted. So Victor is quite traumatized. Justin I, once won the tag team titles in Iron Deep Pro Wrestling by teaming up with Ulfgar against the dreaded Bronzebeard Barons. Jacob C, a replica weapon maker who created the killer King's Hammer replica that Bastion had, Bohemia's first cosplayer. Elena M., a green teen scoutmaster who was captured along with Erlen, Durlin, Durlin, and Cran, who Denny forgot to mention, and is currently still lost in the swamp. <laughs> Sorry, Elena. Oops. <laughs> Mick Pox, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, also built the demiplanar prison that Ryan waits in before he's resurrected and killed by Hardwin again. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Earl and Kathleen L., two married adventurers whose love can only be matched by Gemma and JV. <laughs> Fuck <Ooh>. you, man. <laughs> 
That's so much love. Jive G, a mud border who pulled off the first ever 1080 on a half pipe, on a half pipe, but died doing it. Congrats, Jive. Jostrich, the jock ostrich, works out by burying their neck in the sand and doing a deadlift. That's a deep bend, baby. <laughs> Daniel R., Ram Daniel's evil twin. Interestingly, Ram Daniel was also evil, so it wasn't like a yin-yang type situation, just two twisted rams. Jennifer V. has a bee even more vicious than Cobb's. It's also more venomous. Jennifer's belly button is straight up poisonous. Destin C., a halfling centaur. Basically a miniature pony with a tiny torso. Everyone wants to pet Destin C. Devin B., the bodega lord. Devin B. has a huge shelf full of hookahs that have never, ever been asked about. <laughs> Sergio Salazar Salomon Zacharias de Sesuani. Seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Sometimes Sergio says statements so sexy some suckers swoon. Ooh. Michael L., the best breakdancer in Bohemia, has a super pointy head and can spin on it like a dreidel. Sam H., Alanis' dealer. Alanis has a running tab that's upwards of 1,000 platinum, but Sam is too, too chill to make it a thing. Trey the Crayfay, who loves Stay, the 1998 rock single by Dave Matthews. Who doesn't love that one? Don't you wanna, Alanis, don't you wanna, wanna stay? Aaron G., master of the banishment spell. When they were a moody teen, Aaron banished their stepdad, Trevor, and also never unbanished Trevor. Pretty <laughs> fucked up, actually. Jari S., a jacked wizard. They don't make robes in Jory size, and the beefiest robe basically looks like a crop top on Jory. Which rules? Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Hard One offered Alucard a bite of a horse recently, but Alucard only wanted to nibble on their mane. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section, also had a Siamese twin who they separated themselves from as a two-week-old. Congrats. Adam H. also lives in Moonshine's belly chain, but is quiet as a mouse and super respectful roommate to Pendergreens. <laughs> Colin G., Hard One has the thickest... Le legs in Bohemia, but Colin G has the thickest toes, which is also good in its own ways. Colin's shoes are super chunky and cool. I love a cool chunky shoe. Hard One's Rams. After Hard One ate Ryan, Hard One puked Ryan up, and Ryan was totally fine. Grateful even. Since Hard One's tummy was warm and Ryan had a chill, Ryan is fine now. I wonder who wrote that one. <laughs> big Buck. Minute. Pregnant Elk Moonshine's Elk and Baby. Big Buck is so rich in their mother's milk. The Chosen have dubbed him dubbed him the luckiest lad in the land. <laughs> Richard F., an elven ranger who tried to shoot the sun, but then went blind when they were aiming at the sun and wandered off a cliff <laughs> and died. Richard X. Machina introduced the Cricks to Banks, which is essentially just a bunch of elves with rakes and large leaf bags. Ooh, what does that make trees? Troy McSee, a fire <laughs> elemental who is opening a restaurant where they cook pizzas in their rib cage, thinking about partnering with an elemental for sustainable farm-to-table ingredients. Cannibalistic Cthulhu hosting a dinner party where the guests stop by a photo booth as they enter, and then when the menu gets passed around, it's just their photos. By the time they realize what's afoot, it's too late. <laughs> Sam L. A werewolf who is in werewolf form 100% of the time. Sam L. can only walk on all fours, can't talk, and is very likely just a regular wolf. Dom R. A soda genasi. Dom had a late one last night and is feeling a bit more like a tequila soda with a squeeze of lime genasi today, though. Yum. Joss S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt. Made almost entirely of metal, cyborg Josh has a very lifelike ass that is both impressive and unsettling. Blitzbrig Demi Tree, owner of Dorger's Big Borger, just opened a drive-thru but had to make the window extra large to accommodate the passing through of a Big Borger. Caleb Storm, cupbearer in Cord's Great Hall. Also, the cable is in Caleb's name. And why the <laughs> fuck isn't Showtime Anytime working, bro? 
<laughs> Nicholas C. has starred in every mo- every single movie ever made in Bohemia, is now taking a break from acting, but they are making a documentary about said break, so it's kind of a wash. Mike H., an orc odontist, essentially an orthodontist who gives braces to kids to give them an underbite. Kevin S., a peg-legged pegasus. Kevin <laughs> lost their legs in a battle against their oldest foe, Lorne the Unicorn, who was born with no horn. <laughs> oh, Matthew E. <laughs> Papa's first ever client. Papa argued that Matt didn't deserve to go the in, in the timeout sack. Papa celebrated his victory by immediately going in the timeout sack. Samuel B., a Goliath whose massive body is covered in tattoos. Unfortunately, Samuel ran out of ideas halfway through, so their lower back is mostly covered in recipes for chili. Tilford G., author of the hit children's book and movie, Ulfgar Goes Punch, currently working on an edutainment-style TV adaption called... Ulfgar punches everything. Dak Alpha, the drunk monk and enlightened drunken master water genasi, Dak's bag of holding is always stocked up with at least one Dorger's Big Burger in case they need to sober up. Honestly, that's all you can fit in there. Curtis S., a Grimhawk shell who recently invented pizza, which is what they sell, call a ceramic plate covered in slices of American cheese. Mm, Colton B., <laughs> a member of a subrace of kobolds whose lanky frame causes them to slant slightly to the right. They are known as coal italics. <laughs> Yen's Christian T posted a ribbon dancing video to Instagram that was so beautiful it made Jin's straight up cry. Wow. Gage M, an ancient possum who is actually Mama's Mama, which makes Gage Papa's great great Mama and also dead. Tiavina Saragon, an Asimar paladin who drunkenly swore a blood oath but forgot what for. This may just be one of those mysteries that never gets. Oh, wait, it was to pick up their friend's dry cleaning. Nice. Aaron C., a sandwich bardist. Aaron prepares delicious foot-long subs that fill their entire party with inspiration. At level 20, they can learn the elusive skill known only as party sub. Montana Monarch, actually just an exceedingly beautiful nanorfly. I didn't think it was possible for bugs to have lips, especially one so plump and kissable, but damn if Montana hasn't proven me wrong. Ellen D., the fiercest woman in Bohemia. When Ellen goes to work, she slays all day, which is convenient because she is an assassin by trade. Carborough, Chapel Hill, FPV, and known best known for inventing the Carborough, a card that can dig holes. No one is quite sure why you'd need a car to do this, but now it can. Thank you, Carborough. Chad A., a warlock whose phylactery is a t-shirt that says... Who farted on it? It's tasteless, <laughs> but it's powerful. Reese NS, a high-rolling scullywog who's never lost a bet. Unfortunately, all of Reese's winnings go towards getting the frog slime out of their tuxedos. TJM, a kraken from the crick, a kraken, unlike their Shadowfell relative. TJ is super chill, and yes, their inky discharge is 140 proof grain alcohol. Yum. Our RPKB, R2-D2's less helpful cousin, can't help you pilot an X-Wing, but is pretty good at giving directions on road trips. Just don't let them pick the music. Taylor S, a.k.a. Trash the Traveler. Fun fact, the T in TSA actually stands for trash. This is a fun fact. Anime Intellect, a formidable scholar who has a plus 20 to remembering episodes of Naruto and a minus two to literally everything else. Zolo Dolo, Kid Cobalt's number one roadie, makes sure that the green room is always stocked with booze and that there was... That there are never less than three other kobolds around so that Kid K can always use pack tactics. Joshua C., a bear bug, which is like a bugbear, but way, way smaller. They are Nanorfly's only natural predator. Larissa J., a Bohemian sneakerhead who waited six hours in line to get a pair of limited edition Yippee Skippy Yeezys. It's just hype. 
Her Majesty Claudette wears an enormous Victorian hoop dress into battle. You might think that's impractical until you notice she's got an entire cannon stash up there. What? Dylan CM, the wannabe DM. Dylan keeps trying to be a dungeon master, but fucking up. Last week, they accidentally played Clue for three hours before they realized what they were doing. Come on, Dylan. You're better than this. Oh, no. Sounds cool. <laughs> Kevin Noodles, the pasta elemental, when paired with a Chianti elemental and a nice cannoli golem, Kelvin becomes nigh on unstoppable. God, I'm not culture. That was a mess. Excellent reading. Be money, Balnor's hip hop alter ego. Before they traveled with the band of boobs, they performed under the name Baggy Small. Andrew A, Lord of Shadowfell before Pendergast, only lost the throne because they wanted to bring democracy to Shadowfell and got voted out in the very first election. Serves you right, knob. Uh, <laughs> Jay lives above Jens in Trinivale, leaves a lot of passive aggressive notes for Nyak about how the rooftop is for guardi- gardening and entertaining not sleeping I also garden and entertain <laughs> heartless master heartless master may have no heart but they do have two bladders so they've never needed to use the bathroom in the middle of a movie CC Lulu the chef in Trinivale who taught Chip how to make his chili so dang Slippery. It's a family recipe. Oh. Paul B, a.k.a. Paul <gasps> Benefactor? That's right. Trinavale's most controversial benefactor is lurking on the Patreon looking for crystals. Oh, yeah. Barnesinator, the only person in Trinivale who drinks more than Blavin, has been seen brushing their teeth with margarita mix. Yum. Shane M, the cobbler who cobbled Onyx Lumiere's pet Moonicorn's trademark Heelys, added a rocket booster that Obsidian hasn't discovered mm. yet. Yasmin. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot. <laughs> Yasmin, the Yasmanian devil, talks like the Tasmanian devil, but looks like Yasmin Bleep, also stars in Baywatch. Killer combination. Trigger happy, a gunslinger with a great outlook on life. Eric G, a tiefling whose infernal bloodline means they can't be a blood donor, sad face. Dang. Jackalope oddity, part jackrabbit, part antelope, all muscle, baby. Jackalope is ripped. Zach C, a fighter who wished for infinite wish spells, and it worked, but now they can have anything they want, so nothing really means anything anymore. Be careful what you wish for. Aiden R, the only bartender to ever cut Blavin off. Jeremy R., the florist who's doing JV and Gemma's wedding in the afterlife. Ellie no <laughs> K., a member of Gemma and JV wedding party, along with Rust and all the hard ones high school bullies. Luke <laughs> Cater at Gemma and JV's wedding in the afterlife. The fuck is this? <laughs> Ritter and JV's nephew and the ring bearer at Gemma and JV's wedding in the afterlife. I'm being gaslit. <laughs> I'm hopeless. Despite their name, I'm hopeless was actually the coolest kid at the orphanage and made hard ones life a living hell and is also in Gemma and JV's wedding party. Right. Timmy R., a skinny ranger of the Ranafor who was who was once the Diddy Kong to Nyack's donkey before being tragically trapped in a barrel. Mm. Alex M., Bahumia's only pet sitter of blink dogs. You can frequently find Alex running down the street with an empty leash yelling, Has anyone <laughs> seen my teleporting dog? Amy I., the efficient at Gemma and JV's wedding in the afterlife. Does anybody object to these two getting married? I do. <laughs> Cassandra MHP, a.k.a. Cassandra Max HP. Cassandra can never die, but they still found a way to get to Gemma and JV's wedding. Spoiler, they were Mordens oh, plus one. <laughs> Cody John H., the scullywug who cleans the crack massive beak <laughs> you might think this job sucks but cody's an absolute freak for a squeaky clean beak so it makes her dang weak 
Aaron R.S., a halfling chef who works in one of the benefactor's many hot tubs. Aaron makes ego waffles for no one, and their family could not be prouder. Lucas B., the spittin' wizard. All of Lucas's spells erupt from their mouth as arcane saliva. They have never lost a battle, mostly because their enemies almost instantly give up. Ruben Angel drives Bohemia's one and only cash carriage. If you get in and answer their questions correctly, you win gold. If you answer incorrectly, you become gold. Jordan L, a granola bar. That's right. Jordan is a bar full of nuts who can... (laughs) There's a fucking thing on it, dude. This is not my fault. Great reader. Jordan L, a granola bar. That's right. Jordana is a bar full of nuts who can belt out bars full of music. They also contain chocolate chips. Yum. (laughs) I heard they're performing at Gemma and JV's wedding. (laughs) Fucking not. (laughs) Laura S, a scullywug tadpole whose arms just grew in. Now Laura spends all day doing push-ups and beating the shit out of dolphins and going to JV and Gemma's wedding. Guys, we got to get going. We got to get going. For this week, we have a lot to talk about. We all got to get to JV and Gemma's wedding. I didn't get an invite. (laughs) To Morden's Forge, me, Emily, and Caldwell are invited. Fucking chance. We were invited by JV. Can't wait. Um, uh, guys, we'll be back uh, next week with another episode. Head on over to our Patreon uh, to check out the short rest. Thank you to all of our listeners, and thank you to all of our Council of Elders. Yes, um, yes. I'm we'll- being married. I'm being <laughs> wed. It's quite nice. Mazel tov, JV. Thanks. We'll catch you guys next time. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>